Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for thunder and lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman. Woo! Here with you on a Tuesday morning. We are glad to be with you today. Appreciate you guys tuning in at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you're getting podcasts from. We appreciate everybody tuning in and all of our great listeners, especially our great servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Uh, we picked up our, we, we did indeed have a gift card waiting for us. So thanks to our loyal listeners who are hooking us up with that. We certainly appreciate that. And we all we ask in return is that you continue to do business with our sponsor over there at Strange Brew. You know the deal. If you're if you've been there before, you'll be back. I saw a, a tweet today that uh, a guy was said he was going to come to start. He didn't live in Starville. He was coming to Starville Saturday just to get lunch and to get Strange Brew. That's the kind of mentality everybody needs to have, in my opinion. Yeah, and I, I tell you what, and this will. I don't know that it'll tie in well because our other sponsor that I'm about to reference will come up later in the show. Um, but I, I'm losing one of my uh, favorite Strange Brew baristas. But mm-hmm. good luck because, uh, or best of luck to her because she will now be moving, moving over to where you go the most frequently. Welcome on beef. To welcome on beef. So, really? Yes. Okay, well, good for her. She's gone from, you know, the bean to the beef. And, uh, yeah, she makes a good cup of coffee, too. So maybe I will just go to Strange Brew, mm-hmm. get all the equipment, mm-hmm. move on over it seems to like, on Beef, this feels and, like a st- and she can both make me a coffee as she sells me meat. This feels like a stretch, to be honest with probably. you. It feels like you just need to get the coffee and get the meat at the separate places. That's Never the twain shall meet. Okay. Well, that's okay. That's okay. So... I'm just trying to picture you like loading a coffee machine up, you know, a grinder and all that. The Sanders brothers like, what is this? You know, ah, no, that's probably not going to work for you. So, but it will work for you if you head over to Strange Brew today. Get yourself a little shot of that juice, get you through the day. If you're still quarantined, I don't know, there might be some people still out there. Don't be without caffeine. Get yourself something to drink today. And of course, Turning Spoons will be opening up very, very soon. Some delicious frozen treats will be in your future. Our good friends over at College Corner want to deck you out in maroon and white this fall for football. So, they've made a great deal for you right now. All you've got to do is go to their website at collegecornerstore.com, and you can get 30% off any gift card purchase. You can get a $100 gift card for only $70. That is such a great... You know what? Let's let's go a step further, shall we? What's 30% of 500 so if it's well, 30, you get thirty bucks off. So yes. it's three fifty. Yeah, there you go. You can get a five hundred dollar gift card for only three hundred and fifty dollars. And now like, that's real savings. And it's like someone just handed you hundred and fifty bucks. They say you you make money on that deal. You know there are people that spend that much easily in well, gear in gear. So even if you don't spend it all at one time, think, now is a great time to just go ahead and get a gift card. You get a gift card like spend that. Spend it throughout the year. Even if you you know you got a family of four and everybody wants something new to wear to the games. And even if it's you still got a couple hundred bucks left over for Christmas, you you still made out okay. So yeah, I mean if you want to go I, ahead and I make would a call big, 150 bucks more than okay. Yeah, 
if you're so if you think about it like that, you know, if you want to go ahead and get some Christmas shopping done, something like that, this is the time to spend big. So do it now. Go over to collegecornerstore.com and buy a gift card. All you gotta do is type in gift card in the search bar there. Takes you right to it. All you've got to do is make the purchase. All the discounts are already preloaded for you, and it's easy money for you at collegecornerstore.com. Our good friends over at Advantage Business Systems know that right now might be the time for you to get your business a little more up to date. You might need some new equipment, new copiers, printers, computers. Maybe you want to update what you're doing as far as your information management or your mailing and shipping systems. All of these are things that Advantage Business Systems can help you out with. And they can do that because they've got 45 years of experience working here in this state. They are the local experts when it comes into second-generation family-owned, 40-plus years in, in business. All of their personnel, network engineers, their factory-trained technicians, they're all local guys. You're Mississippians helping out other Mississippians. So why don't you give them a call today at 844-833-6245 or visit their website at absms.com. Find out why Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. So Joel and I said we weren't going to talk anymore about this flag thing unless, you know, something new happened, something new broke out or along those lines. And, well, I'll be damned if that's not exactly what happened. (laughs) Exactly. When I thought we were out, you drug me back in. Yeah, we got a solid 30 hours of relief from that. But we all have seen it by this point. Kylan Hill, I want to ask you something about this, this tweet. Okay. And, and maybe I'm just, you know, wishful thinking, hopeful, projecting. Maybe call me an optimist. I think I know what you're fixing to ask. But does and he actually say, I'm not going to play? It's why when I wrote my article mm-hmm. for uh, cowbellcorner.com, yeah. if anyone would like to go read that article, I included in there, uh, trying to think of how exactly I worded it. But basically I said it is unclear right. whether or not he intends to actually sit out. Right. Because I guess you could just play and not claim the state of Mississippi as your home or something like. That. I mean, they're, they're, look, they're, I mean, you know what I'm saying. You yeah. you could play with words. I there feel a bit. like it's it's he's saying I'm not going to play, but he didn't say he's not going to play. We're just sort of working on that assumption. I think it's a safe assumption. I think that's what he's trying to say to us. But you know, and then you know, unfortunately, if you're looking to us get a quote from Kylan Hill or get a chance to talk to him. That ain't going to happen. No. there's We will not see Colin Hill until August if we see him at all. And I've reached out to Mississippi State even mm-hmm. for comment from anyone, yeah. literally anyone, and no response. Our friend so, Tyler Horker got sort of lucky today. He, he, he had an interview with Mike Leach already scheduled, and this just sort of fell into his lap, so he was able to get that quote from yeah. Leach. We won't be able to talk to Leach anytime soon. Uh, now, if you do listen to Sports Talk Mississippi, today uh, at 4 o'clock we'll have John Cohen on with us. And you can listen to that interview, and I'm sure we'll, we'll broach this subject with him. Uh, I would imagine Cohen is going to tell us that he supports his student athletes, and 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 you know if they feel uncomfortable, you know. At the end of the day, and I get so so many bad analogies are happening on Twitter, and you know, what about this? Just typical what aboutism. But the the one that's done out to me is like, what if this issue prop cop propped up? Would you be? Mad? I don't care why people protest; they have the right. You know, mm-hmm. if they feel strong enough, the one that really got me was this: some woman tw- texted in. She said, "Well, what if somebody said they weren't going to play if we did change the flag?" And I just wanted to go, "Well, I'm I'm totally okay with that, but good luck finding a new team when you have to explain why'd you leave." Well, they had this flag with a Confederate battle flag on it, and I just loved it so much when they changed it, I had to go. 
Now, please introduce me to my 70 African-American teammates. Yeah. Good luck! <laughs> but that said, do you really think at the end of the day, Kylan Hill will sit the 2020 season out, regardless of what happens with the state flag? My gut is no. I mean, I haven't asked Kylan Hill that. Is it going to be difficult but, for him to walk back? Well, I mean, he's... I mean, it's two completely different situations, but he, he walked back the NFL draft declaration. He did? I mean, and I don't think anybody cares about that. No one's going to care if he walks it back in place. No one. I agree with that. Um, the people who, who will have a problem with that are the same people who have a problem today. Probably. Because they're just um, no pleasing. Here's where... Look, I'm... This... Please, 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 no one misunderstand me here by me saying that I'm being critical of Colin Hill. I'm completely... Kind of like, I mean, he he has every single right in the world to to do this. Even if he really doesn't play, he has every. It is his life, and this is he is using his platform to stand for something that that he absolutely believes in, and a lot of other people believe in it too. By the way, um, here's the only thing that I would say in any trying to shed some more light from the other direction kind of thing. There is zero Mississippi State can do about this. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so let's say he doesn't play. And there's... And I don't know, maybe the, before it's said and done, maybe you know half the team, the whole team, says that we're not playing if they don't change the flag. That could happen. And Marcus Murphy said... Marcus Murphy kind of seemed to indicate he... Brandon Cunningham did the same. He, he did. K.J. Wright, by the way, is not on the team, but <laughs> pretty big voice there yeah. saying he got you back. Um, but... If Kylan was the only one, or if there's only one or two guys that kind of take that stance, I'm not going to play as long as the state flag isn't changed. I mean, John Cohen, Mark Keenum, Mississippi State University has literally done all they they can do. Yeah, there is no. I mean, they have taken the flag down, and so I guess my my only issue is like your university, the one that has supported you and helped you get your education and things. They have held up their end of the bargain and done all they can to get that flag down. They right. have done every single stinking thing they can do. They've thrown basically the flag off a of campus. They can do no more. And so you're saying, I'm not going to play for that university anymore because some folks down in Jackson won't take a flag down. Right. And and I don't, I mean, you know, if, if it was up to John Cohen and Mark Keenum, I got a feeling they'd be climbing the pole with the scissors as we speak, mm-hmm. cutting the thing down. They'd be done. But it's there is nothing they can do, and so I, I guess if I'm going to be critical at all of what he did, it is only from that side of it that the university that you play for, they have done all they can do to distance themselves from it. They, they've done everything they can do, and and at this point, it is in the hands of a bunch of suit and ties in Jackson. This is such an interesting situation to me because. I mean, right now, if you're a legislator who is a state or an Ole Miss fan, I mean, what are you doing right now? Well, the sad darn thing is, Brian, all this... Or a USM fan. Are, are you are you in a, a agreement with me with this? Whether it's this week or whether it's, you know, a year or two down the road, the flag is coming down. It feels like that's the case. Why? Why is the can being kicked down the road? I don't know. Just take it. I mean, it's we talked about this on yesterday's show, and whether you support the flag or whether you don't, mm-hmm. whatever side of that fence you're on, there is zero denying that it is hurting this state. Right. 
And yeah, taking it down is going to make a lot of people mad too. There's, but at that point, there are businesses that now will come to your state. I don't think there's a single business that says, kind of like you just pointed out with the, the the guy that would switch teams because they put up a new flag. I don't think some random big time business is going to say, "Up, oh, you took down the Confederate battle emblem. I'm not going to come do business in your state." Right. I, I, I bet that doesn't happen. I think it will be economically beneficial. Beneficial. Um, so anyway, all of this just tied in together. I think that the the thing's going to come down eventually. And so I don't really, I don't get why, why it has taken sports to really push this thing to the precipice. Why, why is it, it's, it's kind of a shame, I guess, that it had to take sports to possibly push this thing over the edge. Yeah. I mean... Think about well, I mean, that. It's not so much sports, Joel, as it is money. Now, you get the money through sports, but if there was no SEC football, basketball, baseball in this state next year, how much money would the state lose? Would you be comfortable saying $50 million? I, I'm not. In, I, I have no idea. I mean, just make a guess. Think about how much money goes into Starkville on, on a game weekend. I mean, not just not just ticket sales and, and donations to the university, meals and food and lodging and shopping and everything else that happens around the state seven times next year. Here, Oxford, Hattiesburg, tens of millions of dollars. Well, besides that, I know yesterday you painted an extreme scenario, but man, if you took like if Mississippi State and Ole Miss couldn't host SEC games, period. If, that, if it ever got to that point, mm-hmm. and the SEC is like, well, you know, you, you've got to play all your games on the road or something. I know that was an extreme scenario, kind of, that you painted yesterday. But let's say that this thing continues on down the road and it gets to that point, and all of a sudden you're talking about less games at Davis Wade and at mm-hmm. Vault Hemingway, no SEC games at the Hump or at the Pavilion, and and all of a sudden you get, you already can't host regionals and stuff now, so. All the things that these local businesses rely upon, they're local shutting, hotels, they're shutting stuff, their doors. It's kind of like this pandemic. Yeah, I mean, this that may be an extreme thing to. No, but, you're not. But you, but the, you get what all I'm the saying. Businesses that were closed because you couldn't go in will be closed because nobody's going in. All your little, all your little shops where, where where the ladies like to buy dresses. All your all your local restaurants. I mean, there'll be still be McDonald's. There'll still be Burger King, but you know the veranda and restaurant top they won't exist. You know there might there might still be one. One of them might make it. It's because every town has a nice restaurant, but that's it. You know, everything else is shut down. Downtown Starkville will just be a a street of 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 shuttered uh, businesses. That's what that that's that's the the, the reality of this. And, and, and that's why I say repeatedly. Why I said it repeatedly yesterday, and why I said it repeatedly today. Whether or not you like the flag or don't like the flag, it is hurting everyone. I don't think that that can even really be argued. Right. I mean, it would be argued. No, it'll be argued. <laughs> no doubt about it. It'll be argued. But I don't think that it, with any logic you can say, no, it's not hurting us. So, I, I'm with you. I don't think Kylan Hill will sit the season out, but I mean, I don't know that for a fact. I mean, there's a... I confess that I've been writing and keeping kids all day, so I'm not up to date on my what has happened in the legislature in mm-hmm. the state of Mississippi on Monday. I don't right. know. You actually may know more than me because you were on a radio show earlier Yeah, we today. talked a little bit about it. Is there any chance that something happens on that as soon as this week? Like, could could that happen? 
what's one of our favorite terms in recruiting? It's a fluid situation. Yeah. That's what we're in right now. There's a lot of pressure being brought to bear on both sides, no question about that. But I, here's what I, I believe. If players start walking off, and I don't think Kylan Hill's going to be the last one. I don't think he's going to be the last one from a different university either. I don't. Well, I won't be surprised if some Ole Miss players start doing this. And some, if players start walking out, it gets done. It's going to get done. If to, if on Tuesday or Wednesday, you get literally the entire teams to say we support Kylan Hill and somebody at Ole Miss, we or, or whatever. If they all choose, if they all that, got, t- that together, if that happened right. If this happened right now, if right now Mississippi State's football players, Ole Miss football players, and USM's football players released a joint statement saying we will all sit out the 2020 season if this doesn't happen, it would be done by Friday. Yep. Because everybody in the legislature knows they would be voted out of office if we lost college football. And I, there's just no way around that. Never, never mind being a football fan, just from a financial standpoint. I would love to know the answer to this question. Maybe you do know. I, I'm not a humongous government guy. Neither am I, but go ahead. Could the governor in and of himself just say, even though you, you can't change the flag, can he just say, it's coming down today? Can he just jank the <laughs> Probably, thing down? but th- I don't know that for sure. I'm sure the Supreme Court would have some sort of, some sort of say in that. But at the same time, you know, I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying that's going to happen. But. It's not going to happen. That, that's that's one thing that's not going to happen. So we'll continue to monitor it. We'll see what happens. Hopefully. Do, do you feel maybe by the time this, assuming we get a season, and we'll probably talk about that here in a minute too. But mm-hmm. do you think by the time things start rolling, and maybe there are some games, is this state ripping itself apart? Because it feels uh. like is it just because because I'm a writer and I, I have to post everything to social media, and so I see all the responses. And that's that's the thing. It's like you and I when we or, see all these. I mean, is first, my viewpoint slanted? I guess. Well, first off, we are just seeing some out and out racism in comments on the text line for Sports Talk Mississippi. That's happening. But you're also just seeing a lot of people who have just dug in, and they are just so supportive of this flag. The problem is this, and it's the same problem. You never know what is real on social media and on the internet. You know, we talked about that today in terms of. If you look at the internet, you would think everybody is just wearing masks everywhere they go. But then you go out to eat, and they're not. You go to the grocery store, and you know, I was at the grocery store tonight, and I wore a mask. Yeah. But a lot of people in there did not. Yeah. And I went in Lowe's the other day, and I was by far in the minority that had yeah. one on. And life in small-town Mississippi <laughs> is different than life in the homes of the college, most of the college football writers I follow. So it's sort of the same thing here. I, I don't know what... The, I don't. Have, that's that's the thing that that scares me a little bit. I don't really have a full. I don't feel like I have a good gauge of the temperature. Yeah. If we had a vote, and I will say this, you know, I I, I, I feel like the Godfather. I believe in America. <laughs> I believe in democracy. But if they put that thing up to vote and the and the the current flag wins again, buddy, that's going to be bad times for the state of Mississippi. Yep. Yeah. That's why. I- it's going to be bad. You know, we're already fiftieth. What can we give? Can is there a fifty first? Fifty first out of fifty. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be like they're, they're, they're gonna count Alabama twice. You know, it's it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be real bad. So, I don't have. I feel like there's enough momentum to make a change, but I don't know that for sure. And, and, it, I, and at the end of the day, I feel like the people who would vote to keep the flag are not, by and large, on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of people that would vote to keep the flag that would never tell you I'd, I'd vote to keep the flag. Right, exactly. So I don't know what's going to happen. So, going to be a very interesting couple of months here as we get closer and closer to the I season. I don't know. I 
I really am of the opinion that if they want to make a state flag that just has Pap's place on it, just whatever makes everybody... The thing is, I don't know that everybody's going to get along, no matter what you do, but I don't know. You know me. I hate division. Like, I... You're a multiplication kind of guy. I guess so, man. I just, I hate confrontation. I, I hate all this crap, man. I, I I don't know that putting up a new flag ends all the crap, but maybe it makes it a little better. I, I don't know. I just want everybody to love each other. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I want. But Good luck with that. <laughs> all right. Let's, uh, let's, once again, I'm glad, to, although we're not really going to a much better topic. No. Uh, but we're going to move on over to the next one, and that's brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef, who definitely want you to give them a look. And when I say give them a look, I mean buy some meat, some great meat, some steaks that are grass fed. Uh, I'm sorry, grain fed. Grain fed, my bad. Uh, locally sourced. All of the processing done over at Mississippi State. So you've got Bulldogs helping out. Bulldogs. It's just the way to go. I have gotten so much meat from them in the past couple of months, and everything I've got has been top-notch. Chuck roast, incredible burgers, beef ribs, steaks, everything I've gotten I have been incredibly pleased with. You guys have seen the pictures. I've put them out there for you to see. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not hiding it. You need to give them a call today. Or just visit them online. Go to facebook.com slash welcomehomebeef. They've got the whole menu there, everything that you can buy from them, plus the prices. But don't forget, they're, they're willing to take special requests. Anything you're looking for in the meat world, these guys can help you out with. And, and also, don't forget, starting July 4th weekend, their food truck will be up and running. I'm really excited about that because there's going to be some top-notch cuisine coming out of that uh, little space. So give them a call today at 662-418-2021 or go to facebook.com. Slash Welcome Home Beef. Steaks, roast, ribs, brisket. It doesn't matter when you, what happens when you call Welcome Home Beef. Just know this. It just tastes good. Ugh. All right. Out of the frying pan, into the fire. I mean, literally, yeah. That's where we're going to go. We're, we, if you've, you've kept up this weekend, some, some big numbers from COVID-19 around the country. LSU, 30 players reported it. I think Clemson was in the 20s. Kansas State was in the teens. Kansas State shut down their workouts. They shut down their workouts. Uh, the university, the state of Iowa, or maybe it's just the University of Iowa, shut down their season ticket sales. Houston shut down a week or two ago. They sh- well, Houston, I have an issue with what they did. I don't know if you saw this or not, but... They didn't even test their they guys. They didn't test the guys when they came back. Yeah. If you don't want to test every day, I, that's fine. If you only want to test the symptomatic, sure. But once... They arrived, you had to test. Yes. They did not do that, and that's why they're in the problem that they're in. LSU, it looks like a bunch of the guys went down to Tigerland. If you've ever been to Baton Rouge, especially as a college kid, you have been to Tigerland in more in, in all likelihood. Huge bar there. Uh and they all got they all got the uh the coronavirus. I'm not worried about these guys. You know, I, I don't want them to be sick, you know, right. and I definitely don't want it to turn for the worse, but for the most part. From what we've seen, it seems as the guys who this age that catch this, they just that you know it doesn't affect. It's, it's not it's not the lethal thing that it is to some others. Yeah. But that said, if we get into the season, and I mean, are you going to be able to tell players, hey, you can't go out? It's a, we have to again talk about you know we, we we just see them as these guys that that we see for three hours on Saturday, mm-hmm. and they have this whole life outside of that, yeah. and they go to parties. And they go to the, you know, and they go on campus, and they're in classrooms, and they're in their libraries, and you know, they, they go shopping, and they, they they're around people. Let me let me paint you a scenario, Brian. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Maiden. Yeah. 
God forbid, I don't want this to happen. We're just, we're just he, yeah, here. He, he gets COVID-19. And he finds out. Mm-hmm. The For the days leading up to that, he was in the quarterback room. Yeah. Along with K.J. Costello, Garrett Schrader, Will Rogers, every single Mississippi State quarterback. Mm-hmm. Well, Mike Leach. Yeah. Well, then he's, okay. he's do, in do, practice, too. He's in the yeah. locker room. Okay. Do, do, you, do you quarantine? Who's playing quarterback for State if, if every quarterback's right. got to quarantine for 14 days? Well, think about LSU. They have 30 guys. Are you going to tell 30 guys they can't play for two weeks? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. This is what. Now, and I, I agree the whole idea, you know, I hate to, I'm not saying it the way that, because some people are like, oh, I'm glad they're getting it now. I'm not glad anybody's getting the coronavirus, because it could easily turn on them. Yes, all it know? takes is one life, yeah. one guy. Yeah, one, I, it, I, yeah. I, I, there are people tweeting at me like, well, better to get it now. It's never, It's better not to get it at all. You know, and there are people who are getting it twice because yeah. there are no, there's no cure for this yet. And and really, the biggest danger here is probably if player X goes to, you know, if his grandma came to the game and he went to eat or something with them after the deal, and yeah. then you're passing it to older folks. Right, and, right. There's there's no there's no way around all this. I guess my question to you is this: We said a few weeks ago that we were going to take a a very positive outlook on this. The season's going to happen September 5th. I still believe that's the case. Mm-hmm. But have you, you know, have your percentage percentages gone down? I was almost up to close to a hundred percent a few weeks ago. I agree. Once once they started coming back, I do think they play. I just the closer this thing gets, man, I just think that it's not going to look like anything that we've seen in the past. I, I can't imagine they're going to allow full stadiums and or even. Close to full stadium. No, that I can't. I can't see that happening at this um, point. I kind of wonder if they're just gonna, for like media purposes, if we're just gonna watch from our homes and then do a Zoom meeting or something with coaches and players after the game. I, I kind of wonder if that may be the route it goes. It literally might be like they they we're not allowed on the field, and then they go to the locker room, and then as we're sitting there in the press box, you know, bring some bring a headset, bring some earbuds. And then we'll have our press conference. Yes, yeah. if they let us in the press box, it may be too close quarters. I don't know. I, I I want to talk about that. I watched, you know, I follow a lot of Chelsea accounts. Obviously, yeah, they showed the press box at the uh, the game on Saturday, and this was just a TV guy, so I don't know what the uh, the the print media was doing, but they had them spread out, pretty, you know, six feet apart, and I, it got me thinking, like, what are we going to do? Now, here's the deal: there's enough room in the press box for everybody that needs to be in there. But they're going to have to start like all these little, you know, small town papers that they might show up once a year, and you know, there's a lot of radio stations that that, that get credentials, but they don't they don't actually yeah. come to cover the game. You just gonna have to keep them out. Yeah, and, and I mean, there may be some, and this isn't to pick on anybody because. Last year, mm-hmm. well, shoot, just a few months ago, I was with an organization. They had three. Start with they, they may have to, three they may have to knock it may down have to make one. a rule where, like, every organization only gets one gets seat. Gets one guy. You know, and then the, 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 the seats are, like, if you – I sit on the end, and then there's, like – I think there's two guys from the commercial dispatch were next to me last year. So you, if you go person, space, person, that's enough room. That's enough space. And then, you know, the biggest issue is going to be MSU media relations. But more or less, more or less you're going to have to tell people, you know as well as I do up in the press box, there's a lot of people who aren't press that are up there. You're going to have to tell them they can't come. You, know, you have to buy tickets. Or, or, you know, you can have an all-access pass, but you can't come in the press box. 
You know, it's going to have to be just the media covering the game is allowed in the press box. Here's the bottom line with all this. Mm -hmm. Games included. Yeah. Nobody knows. Yeah, no, that's that. Yeah. Nobody knows a darn thing. Yeah. And with every, I, I think it was, uh, was it Pete Tamil? He works for Yahoo, right? Right. Wrote a story, I think today, um, Monday, mm -hmm. as we record, quoting some ADs and, and things around the country. And after reading that, I think I think that shaped part of where I'm at right now on this. Mm -hmm. There's just a lot of pessimism right now that despite all the plans and all the best laid plans and how this is going to work, that at the end of the day, it's just not going to work. Yeah. There's a lot of pessimism yeah. that, that, that he was talking Boise about. Boise State has closed campus facilities, eight uh, positives. Just now? I mean, just, yeah, That's 10 minutes ago. I mean, see, what if that had happened 1st of August? Yeah, exactly. Then they're out. The, they, the, they can't kick off at the beginning of the The mayor of Tuscaloosa estimates not having Alabama football this year would result in a $2 billion loss in revenue for the city. So, I mean, state doesn't state holds about 40000 less. And it's not as expensive to get in as it is for Alabama, but if it's two billion, you can't convince me it's not gonna be a hundred million. It's a lot of money. Yeah. Um yeah. so I don't you know, I still think it's gonna happen just because there's so much money involved. They got they gotta play these games. They gotta at least get them on television. At the very least, these games have to happen on television. Because it, if nothing else, the university could survive. Well, you also have to, if you're going to let football players play football on the field, mm -hmm. you got to let the students go watch them. I think. I think, yeah, because 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 if you're not having classes, mm -hmm. I don't think you can play football. But I think that's, that's my opinion. I, I mean, I agree. You with can't that. make those guys run out there and play a football game if you're not even letting kids have classes on your campus. I mean, I, so, I agree with that. But and then if you're going to let those kids play football on the field and share around spit and everything else, I think that their student body that, you know, I guess they're represented up, they ought to be able to sit in the student section. You would think. Or spread out around the stadium, even nobody else can come. I have I have no idea how it's going to – I don't envy the, the job that John Cohen and Keith Carter and Jerry McLean and all those guys. Well, that's why nobody's hard. speaking in absolutes Yeah, right because no, nobody's going to speak in an absolute until they absolutely have to. Mm-hmm. Until they have no choice in the matter but to just say, okay, this is what we're doing. And I don't know when that day is going to come. I hate the negativity on this. I, felt, I, I do, too. I, I felt a month ago when we started along this path or whenever it was, I was like, this is going to happen. We're going to have football. But all this keeps coming. Now, again, it, maybe it's best. It's it's June 22nd. You know, we've got yeah. you know two months and a couple of weeks. But See, my thing is, like know. overall, from a coronavirus perspective... Overall, I feel more optimistic. Like, I feel like, I mean, you look at death numbers, I think, in the country. Mm -hmm. They are on the decline every day, I think, um, as compared to where it were. I mean, I, I feel like overall things are, are looking up for the country, but from a college football standpoint, I don't know that these schools, man, can take a risk that, I, I know we said earlier, and, and you're right, statistically, 18 to 23, 24 year old kids, they're not dying from this stuff. But what if one, just one, does? Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's too many. It's too many. At, at that point, does college football, if one college football player gets put on a ventilator and doesn't make it, I mean, do you say, well, it's sad, but it's just one dude and keep trucking? 
And because I mean, let's be honest. I mean, people die from other stuff too. So maybe you do do that. I, I don't know. I, I I don't envy. Like you said, I don't envy anybody that's got to make these decisions. Right. Um. I don't. I don't. I don't know, man. Yeah. It, it is. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a tough couple months. I'm interested again. You know, John Cohen talks to us later today. It's something we're gonna have to broach with him. Like, and of course, you know, he's not gonna give any real answers. But I'm interested to see. You know. I guess I'm just interested to see what he has to say, because this, you know, this is this is, it's just it's un it's un uh, unfamiliar territory. We've never been through anything like this ever. Yeah. Well, if and, if it happens, least of everybody's worries. But thunder and lightning probably just turn into thunder because I don't know that Sports Illustrated is going to continue to employ a sports writer if there's yeah, no sports. What are you talking about? I mean, why would they keep a sports talk show? Yeah. You know? The one, well, y'all, y'all have done a pretty darn good job well, of it so yeah, far. I know, but still, one of the jobs they will uh, that that would be I would be I concerned about is my own. I'll yeah, be totally honest with you. Um, can't we can't can't go another six months without sports? I mean, it's at, at some point, you know, you think about Super Talk Mississippi. How much of their money is tied up in advertising for football season? A ton. Mm-hmm. Those games have to happen for for this company to get this money. So. We all, we all, every one of us here in the state of Mississippi and across the country needs for football to happen. You, 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 may, you may not even be a football fan. I don't know why you'd be listening to this podcast if you're not. But if you know someone who's like, oh, I don't, I don't care about football, it doesn't matter. At some, some point in their life, they are connected to football through their job, through some, something is putting money into their, somebody's pocket that they're close to because of football. And it's just the way that it is. I need a game to be played somewhere just for my mental well-being. Buddy, Chelsea, Manchester City on Thursday. Let <laughs> let yourself watch, man. Watch some soccer. There's soccer uh, every day. It's every day there's soccer. Watch it. Well, MLB they, they is apparently... the crowd noise in and everything. MLB is apparently about to mandate the season. Uh as long as the players say they can report to spring training by July 1st, they're about to mandate a season. So I'm going to get some Braves baseball. I'm just saying. I, and then I, we got to go through all this crap again next year when the players want to strike because watch, nobody's getting along and the labor agreement's about to run out. So. I watch sports all weekend. All weekend long there were sports on television for me. I think if I could – and it probably wouldn't take long. When I long. wasn't cooking anyway. I just don't. I'm at a point in my life where I probably, if I didn't have kids or if my kids were older and I had, like, some time to do it, I probably actually would watch soccer. I just, I mean, right at now, at this point, I would have to record it and go back and watch it in the middle of the night or something. Like, and, and I don't totally understand soccer strategy. Maybe I could call you. Would you let me call you up at 2 a.m. and be like, Brian, why, why did Chelsea do this? Would yeah, you, sure. Would you allow that? Sure. Maybe not 2 a.m. Maybe midnight. I'm still usually awake right then. Yeah. But 2 is a pushing it a little. Tell you what, you go over to uh, Welcome Home Beef and get some more of those um, bacon burn ins and pork belly burn ins. Pork belly burn ins. Yeah. And turn on, turn I, on some I, Chelsea, I, and I, I will come watch with you. And I still eat. have half a pork belly in the freezer. Well, I'm just waiting on that. Next time you cook those burn ins, if Chelsea's playing, I'll come watch and eat. All right. They play Thursday. I'm not gonna have a chance to do that then. I don't know when the next <laughs> game after that is. I think they play Sunday. But that's in the FA Cup. So a little different scenario there. All right. I want to apologize for this show today. It was it was awfully negative. I don't know if anybody made it to this point. This yeah, show. if you're still with us and you're just like, you know, you've got the pill bottle out, you're just like, maybe I should just end it. No, just don't do that. And, and, and honestly, I enjoy bringing this show to you all. Yeah. To me, these shows are not, I mean. This isn't fun. It kind of feels like work. Yeah. 
usually our shows just feel like we showing up and a having good, a good time. But. Lighthearted topic for tomorrow. So here's what we're gonna do. Oh, that's right, it's Rumblings Day. So let's let's Hallelujah. Let's change this up a little bit. Instead of questions, I wanna I want some stories. I want you to tell me about your favorite MSU sporting event that you've attended. Tell me about it. What what made it great for you? You know, if you traveled, if it was here in Starkville. Whatever stories you've got, I, I want to hear some positive stories. Doesn't have to be football, basketball, baseball. I don't care. Let's tell tell me about your favorite, and, and Joel and I will share ours as well. And we'll have we're, we're just gonna have a good old fashioned, you know, good time. And if you want to drop in a funny dad joke or two, I'll... man, I'll take whatever jokes. If you want to throw in your funniest Ole Miss joke, that's clean. <laughs> Got to be clean. Be happy to read it on the air. If I had to pick one, like it's an oldie but a goodie, but it's a state fan and an Ole Miss fan go in the bathroom, take a leak. State fan just walks right out. Ole Miss fan washes his hands, walks out and sees the state fan. He's like, you know, at Ole Miss, they taught us to wash our hands after we take a leak. State fan looks at him and says, at state they taught us not to pee on our hands. <laughs> Maybe that's not a great joke in this day and age, you know, with everybody washing their hands, but it always makes me laugh. Oh, man. All right. Have a good one, guys. I actually have another funny joke I'll tell off the air. I can't tell it here. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk to you tomorrow. Give us your best story for an MSU game that you, you attended, and we'll, we'll, we'll read those online, and uh, it'll be fun. Have a good one, guys. For Joel T. Coleman, Woo! I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk. Talk Mississippi Media Production.